like the people at rowing, you know, I was, you know, captain of the team and they looked up to me and, you know, I was a good example in comparison to everybody else. I wasn't doing drugs, you know, I wasn't, you know, sleeping around. Um, so I felt pretty good about myself. And when I showed up here, it was instantly like, you have nothing to offer, you know, and sitting through your classes in Genesis, you know, and just seeing the origin of, you know, who God created us to be, you see how, you know, worthless this life is apart from Christ. Welcome to the His Hill Podcast. My name is Kelly Darty, and I'm your host. Today we have with us Evie Jones. Evie is from the state of Washington. She was a student with us for two full years, and then this last year as an intern in the kitchen. She's now here uh, doing the same job in the kitchen uh, for the summer camp, and will be here in the fall as well. So uh, we wanted to make sure to, to sit down and have a talk with her just to hear what the Lord's done in her heart and all this time that she has spent at His Hill. Evie, welcome here. Thanks for having me. It's good to have you. I appreciate you putting the time aside. So, um, Evie, what, what years were you a student? So I was a student uh, 2019 to 2020, and then, so that was my first year, um, which got cut short. Right. And then to 2020 to 2021, so, okay, yeah. Yeah, so you were part of that class that had to go home early because of yeah. COVID. And yeah. did class online. That was so yeah. fun. How did that work out, class online? It was it was okay. Um, I think it was nice to um, get to be at home but still have part of the hill with you. Um, I think the Lord um, was sufficient in that. Um, I remember actually in one of Connor's uh, recordings, because I used the recordings from the year before, right. um, and he said, this is why we do, don't do online classes. And I just sat there and started <laughs> laughing because I was like... Oh, the irony. He didn't even know a year later we'd be sitting here, you know, however many, you know, states apart. Um, But yeah, the Lord was sufficient in that. Um, I think it was nice to, yeah, be in a comfortable setting, but still have the Lord so easily accessible Hmm. through classes. Yeah, I I think that, you know, just spending time in the Word is always profitable. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I I know that those times would have been, would have been profitable. Yeah. uh, A lot of people don't understand you know, the, the, the strength of the d- discipleship part hmm. of the ministry, you know, just being here with others on all on the same property uh, and, and, f- you know, having to flesh out what's going on in the classroom. You know, you come out, you're with your roommates, you're with your staff, yeah. you know, it's, everything is, it's a pretty intense year. It um, is. I, uh, I was contacted by my Bible college one time. Uh, they, they said that they were about to add a one year program hmm. and they, since I was with torchbearers, they wanted to know if I had any suggestions and I didn't mean it in a snotty way at all, but I told them you can't do it. Yeah. Not like torchbearers anyway, yeah. because the, the, it's, it's the, the ratio of staff to student is, is just incredible. You know, unless, yeah. unless you as a college are going to hire, you know, a couple hundred other, you know, more staff, yeah. there's no way that you're going to be able to do this. Um, so, you know, that's, that's interesting. Well, I'm glad it was still profitable for yeah. you. Yeah, that's yeah it was. So, Evie, what part of Washington are you from? I am 25 minutes north of Seattle. That's without traffic, so okay. more like an hour. So, is, that's in the, uh, is that the Everett area? A little bit uh, shy of that. So, okay. I'm in Edmonds, Linwood okay. yeah. area. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I yeah. remember the signs. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, we we <laughs> yeah, drive that route a lot when we go to visit family in Canada. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, well, tell us about your your background. Tell us about your family, your upbringing. How did yeah. you come to know Jesus? Yeah, so my parents, you know, loved the Lord. They didn't grow up um, necessarily in Christian homes. My dad did, but my mom didn't. Um, so I got the benefit of having that. 
Um, so I, yeah, grew up, uh, youngest of three, um, all of us three and a half years apart. So real close. And that was super mm-hmm. fun. Um, but yeah, grew up going to church, went to the same church till like two years before I came to the Hill. Mm. Um, so, and then that's where my parents met. So, the, you know, oh, wow. 30 plus years of, you know, uh, community there, um, that I was just simply born into, which was mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, growing up was great. Um, yeah, I grew up homeschooled except for two years. Um, and yeah, that was, man, that was a blessing. Mm. Um, I think was the, Lord, the homeschooling, the, the, the two years was that at the beginning or toward the end? That was, yeah, my first and second grade, I did two years of public school. Okay. Um, but otherwise, yeah, after that, we just, you know, did mm-hmm. homeschooling, um, which I'm thankful that I was so young when I was in public school because everything was just, you know, sunshine and rainbows. You know, yeah, it was yeah. just, this is great. This is awesome. All right. We're carving pumpkins. Awesome. <laughs> you know, like easy things. Um, so, so yeah, I think that was a huge blessing and, uh, to get to be with my parents. I mean, I'm, I'm benefiting from that now. I have a extremely close relationship with my mm-hmm. parents. And I think part of that is, you know, having to go through the hard things of being homeschooled and like, wow, this is, you know, the fifth interaction I've had with you in the past 10 minutes. Okay. <laughs> like most kids don't have this at nine o'clock in the morning. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, yeah, I, I learned how to love, you know, my family growing up. And so, yeah, super easy had, you know, homeschool um, friends through our church. Mm. Um, And so, yeah, that was, that was nice. Um, You know, about that, you know, with your friends, would you say, because, you know, one of the biggest knocks against homeschooling is uh, that it would, it would stunt the students' socialization. Yeah. Yeah, How, uh, what was your experience with that? Yeah, I would say, you know, I did, I grew up doing sports as well. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I had, you know, so many different outlets. Yeah. Church. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, my homeschool, you know, friends, um, who also happen to go to the same church, but not all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I really don't think that was ever a problem. Our yeah. church that I grew up, uh, grew up into was, you know, fairly big. I didn't realize how big it was till I, you know, came here to, so you came to Bernie body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's, um, so I think that again, the Lord was sufficient in that. Um, I never felt like, man, I just wish I had more friends. Now my friends that I had weren't necessarily like my kind of people. Like they were all into theater and everything. So I didn't get to choose, you know, the people that were into like athletics and outdoorsy Mm -hmm. stuff and, Mm -hmm. you know, dirt bikes, snowmobiles, you know, all that stuff. Um, so yeah, but it was nice to have Christian friends. Mm -hmm. So I never lacked. Yeah. I guess the, you know, the, the you know that knock against homeschoolers i guess would be true if the family kept the child locked in the house yeah you know for for 12 years yeah, yeah. then there would be a problem with socialization but but if the you know if the family is connected in the community and mm. is active uh active there then the you know the child's going to be yeah and so that's you know what you know what how could that be a problem with socialization yeah, yeah. so that, yeah. that's great um okay so um with the, the homeschooling um, and, you know, growing up in the, the same church, what were some things that, you know, looking back that you could say the Lord was starting to work in your heart? Oh, man. I also have a really bad memory. So, <laughs> Well, tell we'll us, when did you come to know Jesus? Well, I came to know the Lord when I was eight um, in a, a group that we called Missionettes. Mm. Um, and it's basically like Girl Scouts for mm-hmm. um, in a church setting, um, kind of like Awana. Um, yeah just segregated from guys and girls. Um, and so that was a really 
huge blessing to get to be a part of. I, you know, most of the verses, you know, that I, you know, have memorized have come out of that. Mm. Um, and so that made even being here at the Hill 10 times better. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I accepted the Lord at the age of eight, um, eight or nine, um, in one of those classes. And, uh, it, I don't think, yeah, I think most Christians say this. I don't think, you know, you fully understand. And I think that's partly because, you know, it takes growth in the Lord to, to know him. Um, and we never fully understand the Lord. Um, but I think, yeah, I, I knew at that point that I needed him. Um, but you know, life just kind of continued on, um, until, uh, middle school, um, middle school was kind of a hard age. I mean, it is for everybody. Um, but you know, just the, the tendency to want to be depressed, you know, and just, you know, you get so focused on yourself because you don't know what's going on. Um, and so I think, yeah, that was a hard point in my life. Um, but the Lord, you know, really used that, you know, to, to draw me closer to him, Mm. um, and see my need for him. And so at the age of like 14, um, I got baptized, um, and that was a huge blessing, but I also didn't understand what that meant either. Mm. I think I did it out of a heart of wanting the Lord so much that I thought that this would solidify it, mm. um, which out of, you know, a lack of understanding, that is an okay heart position. But being on this side of it, I see that that's, you know, foolishness. I can't, mm. you know, being dunked underwater in the Puget Sound is not going to save anybody, especially because it smells like seaweed and just, it's just, <laughs> no, it's nasty water, you know? And so it's, it's not, you know, the act of doing it. Um, so I think that's something that I look back on and kind of go, oh man, like Jones, you're, you don't understand, mm. you know? But I think again, even the Lord, you know, used that um, to, you know, draw me closer to him okay. without me even understanding it, you know, mm-hmm. or, me drawing close to him, you know, mm-hmm. um, he really does do it. So, okay. Yeah. So when do you, th- when would you say, do you know a time when you came to faith in Christ or? I think, I think it was, you know, when I first accepted the Lord at, okay. you know, age eight, yeah. you know, um, in that, you know, so then there class. was, okay. So there, so that was definitely the time. Yeah. And, and then, you know, there were things that were that, that was going on. So yeah. I guess basically what was happening in your life is that there was a frustration yeah. with, you know, what, with, with, um, with your walk with the Lord or, or, or knowing this, not having a, this closeness you think you should have. Yeah. I think part of that is just growing up in the church. Um, you know, it's just so normal, you mm-hmm. know, you don't know anything different. And so I think, I knew it should be different after I accept, you know, the Lord into my life, but I didn't know how that looked mm-hmm. really until I came here to the Hill. Okay. I just thought, you know, works based. I didn't realize that I thought it was that I, I grew up hearing that like, Oh, okay. Like it's not works based. Um, but I didn't understand that. And so I think through, you know, throughout, you know, from when I accepted the Lord to, you know, you know, being baptized and, you know, onward until coming here to the Hill. Like, I think, you know, I was just like, okay, it should be better than this. Mm. Like it really should. Like one of my, what am I accomplishing here? And I had, you know, you know, those, you know, mountaintop experiences, you know, and that's great, but you can't live from those. Mm-hmm. Um, and I tried, you know, uh, so I think it very much felt like, you know, self-driven and not a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, so just not, even though growing up in the church, you think you'd have a better understanding of what a, you know, your walk with the Lord looks like it, I was lost, you mm-hmm. know, to a certain degree, you know, I, 
you know, it's, it kind of like feels like somebody was like, okay, accept the Lord and now get on your way, you mm-hmm. know, and have a good time. Yeah. You know, Paul had to get on to Peter and mm-hmm. to the church in Galatia, you know, with the same thing, just, you know, you know, we all know Galatians 2.20, but yeah, you know, but you get a little bit further down in, in chapter three, verse three says, are you so foolish having begun by the spirit? Are you now being mm-hmm. perfected by the flesh? Mm-hmm. It's interesting, you know, that I think every interview that I've conducted, you know, it has been, you know, followed the same pattern. You know, yeah. I came to Christ at this age, was frustrated yeah. <laughs> as a believer and came to realize, wait a minute, I've got this all mm. backwards. And last week had Don Turner on and was asking him, you know, because he's an older believer. I said, Don, yeah. has it been your observation that all believers have to go through this? And he said, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's, just, it's just how it, you know, it, yeah. it's, it's the part of the process mm. of dealing with our flesh and, and, and coming under the Lordship of Christ. Yeah. Um, so how did you end up coming to his hill? Well, being the youngest of three, you have, you know, two older siblings and my, my sister and I basically did everything the same. Um, we're 14 months apart. And so my mom uh sat her down at some point. My, my sister had applied to a college to go do engineering and she applied too late. And so she was going to go in the winter, spring semester. Um, and my mom was like, what do you want to do? You know, like for this fall, you know, semester, I think you should do, you know, a Bible school. And, uh, we were doing summer camps, um, in the, the month of August and, uh, and we came home from work and she was like, Esther, I found it. She sat her down and she, um, played the, you know, promotional video uh-huh, of the hill uh-huh. and, and she's like, I think you should go. And so the next day we bought plane tickets and a week later she was down here cause uh, it started a week later. Um, and so, uh, as soon as she was down here and, you know, was, when I was sitting on the couch watching it with her, I was like, I know I'm going, I know I don't have a choice. I don't want to go, but I'm going. <laughs> um, and so that was pretty funny. And, and so she gets down here and she's in the airport and she meets Katie Lau uh-huh. and uh, they end up being roommates. But Katie looks at her literally first day, you know, not even an hour in and is like, how long are you staying? And Esther's like, yeah, I'm staying for, you know, a semester. And she's like, oh, we'll get you to stay the full year. And sure enough, she stayed the full year and moved down here and hasn't, you know, lived in Washington since. So um, but I came and visited her. Um, and then my <laughs> funny thing is my brother came that um uh january through may um as well so they were here at the same time and so my mom and i came and visited and did a taste and see in january of i guess that'd be 2019 um and uh and so we showed up and you know so many people were asking me like you know do you think you'll you know come and i, I my answer was yeah i think i'll be coming but i don't i don't want to you know and I, but i know it's good for me um, and I think it's just so funny how the Lord, you know, you know, works in our hearts because over that summer, yeah, I was like, you know, waiting, you know, before my first year, I was, you know, working and like, yeah, I think I'm ready for this. Like, mm-hmm. I, I know I, I don't want to go, but at the same time, like, I know I need something. And I, at that point, I think, you know, I could have walked away from the Lord mm-hmm. if it would have been a year later, you know, mm-hmm. I, 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 the Lord truly knows what's best. Um, and so praise the Lord for older siblings and, you know, not getting into college on time, (laughs) but thanks for their procrastination. Yeah, literally. (laughs) So, so it, it sounds like then your frustration was, you know, was to the point that, you know, it was, it was really, it was really frustrating. It was dark. You just want, you were almost to the point of just giving up. Yeah. I think, 
you know, I, I did rowing for, uh, two and a half years. So, um, what we do, you know, three hour practices, five to six days a week. And so that was basically family for my last two years mm-hmm. of high school. So that's like the only influence. We didn't really have a church we were going to at that point. We left the church that we grew up in or that I grew up in, um, just, you know, theologically wise. And so we were struggling to find a church. And so I was spiritually dry. Um, I didn't have time to read my Bible cause I was doing, you know, college classes and I was rowing, mm-hmm. you know? And so, uh, I felt, you know, good enough in comparison to the people at rowing. Um, and so I felt like I was fine, but I don't think I realized how spiritually dry I was literally until I showed up here at the Hill, but I knew that I would, you know, that I needed it. Mm. Um, I needed the Lord. Um, Mm. I didn't, you know, I didn't know how much I needed the Lord, but you know, it's funny how, you know, the Lord changes your heart and humbles you so quickly because I remember, you know, again, I don't have a very good memory, but I, I remember those first three days of being here at the hilltop and I just remember being like, this is the best fellowship mm. I have ever had in my entire life. And I don't even know your last name, mm-hmm. you know, like it, it is truly incredible. Um, but I think that just showed how dry I was and, mm. and it, you know, the Lord too used that to humble me to, you know, <laughs> like the people at rowing, you know, I was, you know, captain of the team and they looked up to me and, you know, I was a good example in comparison to everybody else. I wasn't doing drugs, you know, I wasn't, you know, sleeping around. Um, so I felt pretty good about myself. And when I showed up here, it was instantly like, you have nothing to offer, mm-hmm. you know, and sitting through your classes in Genesis, you know, and just seeing the origin of, you know, who God created us to be, you see how, you know, worthless this life is apart from Christ. Mm. And so I think, yeah, I think I was, you know, not eager to come, but within those three days, my mind can, you know, completely flipped on that, Mm. you know, from being like, yeah, I know I need this and I don't want it to, I never want to leave. And I'm so thankful. Mm. So, yeah. Well, uh, let's, let's back up and then dig into that a little bit. Uh, you, You know, you were saying that you guys didn't really have a church anymore. Yeah. Um, and, but by comparison, you were, you know, you felt like you were better off than the, the, the others that you were on the team with. Yeah. Um, you know, it's at the, when you were talking about that, it just, some things came to mind from Hebrews, um, hmm. uh, you know, in uh, chapter um, 10, you know, forsake not the gathering together. Hmm. And I think chapter three tells us why, you know, to encourage one another daily as long as it's still called today. Yeah. And within the context of chapter three, that's the just to enter into that rest that is Christ. Yeah. And, you know, I think you know, so often we think church is just a place to go to, you know, it's either mm. a box to check off mm-hmm. or it's a place to go to get, you know, get my, my theological training. But it's, it's no, yeah. <laughs> it's much, it's much more yeah. in that it's, it's that place that God, you know, it, it's something that God has given us. It's that place the Lord has given us to come together and to encourage one another to Christ, yeah. even as believers to, to encourage one another to Christ. For some reason, we think that once we become a believer, I don't need to be encouraged to Christ anymore because hmm. I've already dealt with that. Now I need to be busy about how to be like Christ. Yeah. And um, you know, that's, and we can't be like him unless we are encouraged in him, you know, to him. Yeah. And so, hmm. so, so, you know, I just think that's, you know, what you're saying just confirms that, yeah. that, you know, we need to be with believers. I, I get really concerned when I hear people say, you know, I, I don't, 
you know, I, I can, especially now after COVID, well, I can listen online. And like, yeah. You know, yeah. You know, you, you can get, you know, maybe at best your head full of a lot of knowledge. And, yeah. But uh, the end result is never going to be the same. I mean, you've got mm-hmm. to, um, you've got to be part of that fellowship. You've got to be connected into the body of Christ. You've got to be there because that's how he has designed it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so that's, that's interesting to me that you would say, yeah. yeah, that that you would verbalize it that way, you know, describe it that way. That you know, I was better than the others, but yeah, there's something missing. You know, these aren't these weren't believers that you were with day yeah. in and day out. And but then you came here and you said that the Lord started to show you that you know you're not what you thought you were. Yeah, and, and so exp- go a little more with that and tell us, you know, just what what was that process that the Lord was working out there? Yeah, so I think um, one of the things <laughs> that you know hit me right off the bat of being here, you know, is I came out of rowing and, you know, that was my identity. Mm. I didn't realize how much weight I put into that. But it's like, yeah, like, you know, I'm going to tell you at any moment, you know, that I'm a rower because that's just who mm. I am. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to say I'm a student cause I don't really care about that, but I care about rowing. Like that is my passion. Um, and I think, you know, to something else that, you know, the Lord showed me is, you know, I found confidence in that, you know, yeah rowing is a mentally tough sport. Like I look back at that and I'm like, I don't know how I did that. Cause I'm not like mentally tough, but I had such a mental capacity to just, you know, shut things out and just keep, you know, pulling hard, you know, and just keep pushing through the pain, you know, and that's like kind of the pride of rowing is just to just power through. You can't power through the Christian life, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think the Lord has, you know, placed things in my life to, you know, <laughs> break down my self identity that I've, you know, put myself into, you know, they're not from him. Um, but I think he's, you know, yeah, he's slowly, you know, used different things in my life to show me you're not mentally tough. You can't power through the Christian life. You know, you can try that's, you know, your entire, you know, growing up years you tried. Where did that get you? Not really anywhere, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe taught you a few verses. You maybe read your Bible a few times here and then and felt good about yourself, but what are you left with? And so I think coming here, and not having, you know, the rowing outlet. You know, I haven't been a boat in a boat since, you know, my high school year, four years. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it's and it's funny too. It's like the things that you identify in apart from Christ, how quickly that can change. You know, like Christ is always the same. We always identify in him. How wonderful is that? Because rowing's not a part of my life anymore. You know, that mm-hmm. so quickly can destroy us. Yeah. You know, there went all my confidence. But praise the Lord that I came here to the hill, you know, and that I found, you know, the true identity, mm. who is Christ, because I, I don't know, again, where I'd be, you know, if I, you know, lost rowing and didn't come here, you know, not saying that being here at the hill saves you, you know, but, you know, if I, if I lost rowing, you know, and, and mm. didn't, you know, draw close to the Lord and didn't, you know, find a church, you know, I, I would have been crushed, you know, and so I think it's cool how the Lord knows our breaking point, you know, and uses it to draw us closer to him because he used that to prepare me to, to get here, um, and to, to be prepared to take on his identity over my own, Mm. um, and be more than willing to give mine up. Um, yeah, seeing that I have nothing to offer. Okay. And Paul would certainly agree with that when he said, you know, from prison, I always think it's interesting. He didn't say this from the pulpit. He said this Mm. from prison for me to live is Christ. Yeah to die is gain. You mm. know, my life is Christ. You know, he also told us that's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. 
And, you know, and, you know, uh, this, and again, in Hebrews, this is the encouragement that mm. the writer gives there to, to enter into the rest that is Christ, mm. to know him who is better. And, you know, it's just amazing to me how uh, all of us, you know, as believers, you know, this is, this is the, this is the most, I mean, this is our life. And mm-hmm. this is the one thing we have to keep reminding each other of. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it, it's just, it just, it just reiterates to me just how messed up, miserable we are hmm. and that we need Jesus. Yeah. You know, apart from Christ, we can do nothing. John, yeah. John 15. So that's, uh, that's really encouraging to hear that the, you know, the Lord has worked all of this, in your life. And so that was during your first year. That was. Yeah. yeah. What were some highlights from that first year? Oh man. I think, um, yeah. Quality fellowship. Um, I, I, yeah, that was something that I had never really experienced. Um, even in the church. Um, I think, um, growing up with the same friend group till 10th grade, um, you just get comfortable with each other. And so you just want to have a good time. Mm. Um, and so the Lord wasn't necessarily, you know, the topic of conversation uh, at points, you know, when you're at camp or when you're at youth group, mm-hmm. um, but not on the day to day. And so I think, you know, just coming into quality fellowship, you know, and like you said about, you know, Hebrews, you mm-hmm. know, remind one another, you know, and mm-hmm. it's, there's so many good parts of fellowship that, um, I think a lot of Christians miss out on. And so, I mean, obviously being here is concentrated, you know, in what other setting are all of you learning the exact same thing and going through the same thing? Right. You know, like I remember coming out of your Hebrews class, you know, on rest and all of us like, what just happened? But mm. we get to experience it together. You know I mean? Mm. We're hearing this for the first time together. Mm. Um, and so I think, yeah, the quality of friend, you know, fellowship in Christ, um, was something that was a huge highlight, um, uh, to be, yeah, constantly pointed back to the Lord and other people. I didn't, I never grew up with that. You know, I mm. grew up with, yeah, this is what God's word says. And, you know, this is how it's supposed to look in our, you know, day-to-day lives. But to see it lived out into other, to hear other people say, man, I'm thinking the same thing. You know, it is hard, you know, to, mm. to enter into this or, you know, are we even growing, you know, but then to, you know, not stop there, but to point you know, each other back to the Lord, even though we're feeling the exact same thing, you know what I mean? Where it's like, we're sitting here having the same conversation and yet you are, you know, still pointing me back to the Lord and, and encouraging me, even though you're in the same boat as I am and you need the same encouragement, you know, that's incredible. You know, in what other setting do you get that? Where it's, I see what you're saying. I feel that too, but God, you know, and that's so important. Mm. Um, and I think that's what you're saying, you know, about the assembly of the church is like point each other back to Christ. Right. And so to, to have that, you know, readily available with anybody, you know, 50 plus students, you know, 55 my year, you know, and so to be able to have that, you know, with the students, with the staff um, is truly phenomenal. Um, I think just seeing how vast God's word is. I remember growing up, you know, people saying like, you know, we will never, you know, know God fully. I'm like, listen, people, this book has a beginning and an end. There's obviously an end point. We will learn all about God. And then, yeah, first week, second week, so on and so forth. You learn over and over again, just how vast our God is Mm -hmm. and how you, you know, yeah, you might think, you know, God in this one area, Mm -hmm. 
And then he shows you another part of his character. And then he brings you back to that right. same area. And he's like, actually, you don't know everything about yeah. this, you know, about me. And so I think I was so quickly humbled in that of just like, <laughs> okay, yeah, there is a beginning and an end to this book. And it mm. is written by the same, you know, God. But we will never understand him. And praise the Lord. Yeah. You know, if we did, right. well, then we'd be on the same level. Right. You know, and so it's like. No need for him. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think. And we prove every day we need him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally, even while reading his word, yeah. you know. But I think that was something that was just so mind boggling. And again, so humbling where it's like, man, Lord, I am so sorry that I did not fully understand just how big you are mm. and just how, you know you want to reveal parts of yourself to us. Um, but I'm unwilling because I think that I know that there is a beginning and end to you. Yeah. And it's like, Ooh, yikes. You know, I think we'll get to heaven someday and find there's, we're still, yeah, we're still not comprehending. Yeah. You know, and, and we'll spend again, the rest of eternity, hmm. I think learning of the depths yeah. of who God is. Yeah. Know, and as, as, as he shows himself in Christ, you know, yeah. it's just, it's, it's a, it's an amazing thought. It's one yeah. that we, you know, that it, uh, it's captivating when you think about it and you think, yeah. I, I don't get this. This yeah. is amazing. Well, that's great. Um, okay. So you did your, you did your first year. Did you plan on doing two years? From the moment that I was, again, sitting on that couch watching that promotional video and my mom was, just, you know, going, yeah. oh, here's the description of first year. And then she went on the second year and I just remember saying, I'd rather just skip to the second year. Because at that <laughs> okay, moment, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. At that moment, I couldn't stand school. I've never liked school, and um, and so I was like, oh, more homework. Why would anybody want to do that? So it said more work days, less class hours. So I was like, sweet, that's my, that's mine. Sign me <laughs> up right there. I want to do that. Um, and so and the outdoor stuff probably didn't. Didn't no. intimidate you at all. No, you know, I think that was something. You're more of an outdoor person. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that, that was fun. Like, oh yeah, canoeing. Who doesn't want to do a like three day canoe trip? That sounds awesome. Yeah. Hiking. Yeah, sign me up. So I think that that sounded more exciting to me. Um, and so I would have just skipped that. Um, but so yeah, from the first time I heard it, I knew that I would rather do a second year. I didn't want to do you know his hill at all. But at that point, I was like, yeah, second year. Yeah. So. So what yeah. was the second year like? Oh, so good. Um, yeah, I think, you know, it, it's so hard when people ask that question because it's like, I love second year, you know, but it wouldn't be anything without first year, mm -hmm. you know, just the foundation. But, man, second year is so great. Um, there's so many things I didn't expect. I didn't expect it to be so individual um, and to feel so, you know, to, I, I didn't expect to learn more outside of classes than in classes, yeah. you know, cause first year it's like five hours of classes a day. You're sitting there, your arms getting tired from taking notes from Jerry Benjamin talking too fast. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's first year and you're like, yeah, this is good stuff. I've never heard this. And then second year hits you and you're like, man, you know, it's good to be back. Oh man, I forgot about bagels and oatmeal. Like, oh, mm -hmm. I'm not excited for that. And like, oh man, I forgot about duties. You know, and you've like all these normal things start to kick in, but it's the Lord uses it all. And I think, you know, yeah, it's it was so wonderful to have it be so individual. Um, you know, because it's a smaller class size, you don't spend as much time together in class. Um, and so yeah, everybody has different work days, you know, in the second year um, you know, student body. And so um, I think 
that was something that I look back on and say, thank you, Lord, you know, mm-hmm. because he, he prepared me for being home this last year, even, you know, just how the Lord works is phenomenal. Um, but yeah, so that was hard because, you know, the first year I'd spent, you know, fellowship, you know, I had my group of friends and we all spent so much time together. We were in class together. We were learning good stuff. And then it was like, you know, man, I'm kind of, you know, low at this point in second year and I want to go talk to somebody and no one's available. Everyone's doing homework and the first years are in classes. Okay. Well, Lord, I guess you're my only option. You know, and kind of like you say, you know, Jesus, you know, we don't understand that Jesus is all we need until Jesus is all we have, mm-hmm. you know, so that was something that I became got true. That from Jerry Benjamin. Oh, perfect. Thanks, Jerry. <laughs> um, <laughs> what a great guy. Um, but, you know, that was something that I'm so thankful that, you know, for the second year program being so individual, you know, because again, you know, the, the second year classes are phenomenal, but they're, you know, they're deeper and they leave you, you know, I remember you know, saying to Samantha Fate, you know, like, oh, like, I just, I just want Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, after, you know, talking about some of the, you know, classes that we were going through. And it's not that, you know, the second year classes aren't good. They're very much needed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's part of the second year program is it leaves you, you know, needing to seek Jesus on your own. Mm-hmm. You know, first year, it's kind of done for you. Mm-hmm. You know, the Lord is just kind of laid out before you. It's like, this is how good our God is. Second year, it's like, go find him. Mm-hmm. You know, especially like with the activities, you know, <laughs> running, yeah. you know, running the eight mile loop that taught me, you know, the value of, you know, the Lord really does want every part of our lives, you know, especially coming out of rowing and doing sports. You know, it's like that is my area. I can depend on myself as my own strength, you know, for this. I can power through. Mm-hmm. And so to have that transfer into, you know, yeah, you're going to run. And, you know, if you were doing rowing, yeah, you wouldn't stop. You know, but yeah, now you kind of need to take a break and you're going to listen to the Lord when he tells you to take a break, Mm. you know, and you're going to enjoy it and thank him, you know, that he's going to give you wisdom on when to stop, Mm. you know, and when to walk, you know. That's, that's exciting to hear. I know that when we started the second year program, Charlie was telling me that, you know, his, what he would like to see come from that because uh, it was, you know, it's not a leadership program per se. No. Uh, It's so, um, you know, what, you know, what are we doing here? And Charlie said that... He, uh, he told me one day, what I would like to see come from the second year program is that our students leave being able to better articulate what it means for Christ to be my life. Hmm. And what he meant by that is not just in how you speak, what you say, hmm. but also, you know, and how you're living and yeah. how you're dealing with the things that come along. And so uh, that's, it's encouraging to hear from you that that's just what, just yeah. what the Lord did. Yeah. I'm so thankful. You know, I... <laughs> I have such good memories, you know, walking between, you know, the fish house to Emmanuel, you know, and that was, you know, on Tuesday workday with Rachel, you know, Walgamut, you know, doing, you know, cleaning vacuums and cutting hair out of the bottom of that, you know, that was my walk, you know, to talk with the Lord, you know, that I would have never considered that first year, you know, so, or even before that. You know, the Lord did a similar thing with me. You know, I was, I was here full time for 23 years and that was kind of like my, my 23 year first year program. You know, where, yeah. you know, we're always, you know, as teachers, even we're always, hmm. you know, in the word, always preparing something, you know, there's, there's always, you know, learning and growing yeah. in that. And then when, when we moved away, there was that, you know, okay, am I going to be in the word? Hmm. You know, am I, how am I going to handle this today at work? You know, yeah. with this particular employee or how am I going to handle 
you know, the economy tanking and, Mm -hmm. and how, you know, you know, how do we, you know, what am I going to do? Yeah. You know, this, but in all of that, you know, coming to realize that this is, you know, the Mm -hmm. Lord just simply asking me, you know, that he just, I can't tell you how many times, you know, Mm. okay, Kelly, do you believe, do you Mm. believe that I am sovereign? Do you believe that I live in you? Mm. Yes, Lord. Do you believe this? So then you believe I've got this. Yes, Lord. Mm. Well, then let me take it. Mm. Trust me and take the next step. Keep moving forward. Trust me. Yeah. Uh, this is this is my business. Literally, you know, yeah. this is my business. And, um, and and so it's for me to trust him with his business and keep moving forward. Mm. And he just would say, Kelly, now you're going to live what you taught for 23 mm. years. And uh, it was it was you know, it was and continues to be a really rich time yeah you know, just a good a good time yeah to to, to, to know jesus yeah uh, so uh, i that's really encouraging for me to hear that this is what the lord has done in your heart you know as as a student here yeah but you're not a student anymore not okay so you took a little break i did and I did. uh then came out were you were you gone for like a semester gone for a year it was a whole year yeah. okay and then came back to be an intern yeah in the kitchen Tell us about that. I mean, did you did you want that? Did you see that coming? Or no. So I, <laughs> um, I came back for summer camp last year, um, and it's funny because actually before that I came back for Thanksgiving to visit, and I literally driving off the property. I was like, I don't know when I'll be back. You know, my sister lives down here in Bernie, but I was just like, yeah, you know, I think I'm content. You know, not coming back for you know a few years. Okay okay, Lord, you know, and I'd already said in my mind, like, Lord, I did one summer camp. Thank you. I didn't expect to do that, you know, moving on. And so then, um, I ended up doing summer camp, uh, this past year and that was, you know, showing up. It was just every day was kind of like, Lord, I don't get why I get this gift. I'm going to be back, but thank you. Mm -hmm. This is awesome. I can't, you know, I, I can't believe that I get to experience this for one more summer and then go back home. You know, and that was my mindset. Um, and so I didn't, yeah, I didn't expect to be an intern. And Audrey asked me, you know, a week before we left, it was, you know, day camp. Um, or I guess it was the Friday, uh, the last, uh, Friday of overnight camp. And she asked me and I was like, okay, well, I guess I have to decide by, you know, Sunday and, you know, because I have to pack my room up and move it all up to camp and know what to save, you know, and know what, you know, how to pack for, you know, if I stay or not. And so, um, yeah, that was kind of surreal and I didn't expect that. Um, and so, uh, yeah, bought another plane ticket and was back down here, you know, in August and man, Kelly, it's, it really was humbling the, you know, beginning of, uh, yeah, this past, uh, year of like, yeah, the Lord doesn't need me here, you know, and it's just, you know, who's willing to do this? You know, yeah, I did two summers worth of, you know, kitchen, you know, life, but this is different, you know, and, um, and yeah, I think it's just like, it, it's so interesting, you know, how you can just feel like, man, Lord, why me? Like, I, I'm, I'm still learning, you know, like you, to a certain degree, you still feel like you kind of have to make it, you know, mm-hmm. which is, mm-hmm. you know, false. Always, always learning the same lesson. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it feels like, man, what do I have to add? And I think, you know, that first semester, the Lord's like, right. Yeah, nothing. 
you have nothing to add, yeah. you know, especially when we were going through the Christ esteem book, you know, for D group, it's, yeah, it's like, right. I do have nothing to add. Um, but that was just so fun to be able to be here at the Hill and, you know, still be learning about the Lord, but also still have it be something you have to fight for. You know, I think that that's been really fun, um, being an intern, you know, I'm not in classes, and I'm not, you know, hearing God's word all the time. I'm in a godly setting, which, you know, praise the Lord. Like, who else gets to, you know, live, you know, and work in a Christian environment, live with Christian, you know, uh, roommates, you know, and get to go to a wonderful church, mm-hmm. you know, that is constantly pointing you back to the Lord. No one, you know, so it's incredible that, you know, I don't know why he chose me, but praise the Lord, he did. I'm enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's yeah, it's just incredible, you know, all that he, you know, is able to do, you know, and even just to get to be here, you know, and still be learning, you know, it's, it's a comfortable setting. It really is. You know, I'm getting comfortable in the kitchen now. I'm still learning, you know, and it shows, you know, just how faithful he is. Second Timothy 2.13, you know, that was something I learned a lot in first year again, is just, you know, when we, when we remain faithless, he remains faithful for Mm -hmm. he cannot deny himself. That's exactly true. You know, entering into a a setting that is so familiar and yet in a different position Mm -hmm. and he's still, you know, growing me. It's so wonderful. Yeah. And you know, that's, you know, we were just mentioning a few minutes ago that, you know, the the Lord keeps teaching us the same lesson, Yeah, but isn't it just so encouraging to know that he's that patient (laughs) yeah he's faithful to keep teaching that lesson no matter where we are in life whether we're Mm. you know where we're we're new believers or we're going through hard times we're struggling Mm. trying to be like jesus uh he brings us to the end of ourself realizing that we need him he is my life much more than just my ticket to heaven he's my life my center and source of all and then we think okay finally i've arrived and you know still he's he's you know he's faithful to keep bringing us back to himself Mm. you know nope you need me you still need me you still need me and you know now here you are as an intern and still you need jesus and still he's fully available and faithful you know that's that's an incredible that's an Mm. incredible thing to come to terms with yeah well so now you're here for the um for the next school year i sure am and that's a big deal i know for you know for years i think the cook could use help yeah and uh but now with our student body you know maxing out now you know um that we're so crammed in there yeah that uh and so there's the volume of food that's being made uh that i, I just think it's uh it's such a blessing that that audrey's got the help that she has there's uh, there, are there three of you yeah it's yeah, rachel always, yeah. me and audrey right so. yeah so that's really neat i appreciate you being here and doing that that's oh, it's a blessing um you know, kitchen k- kitchen staff is the hardest to mm. fill it's not difficult to find people who want to teach you know that yeah it's it's really not you know there's people that are contacting you know charlie and saying hey i'm available you know and and people want to do that Hmm. and it's not it's really not difficult to to fill some of the Hmm. other positions on staff but to find people that will work in the kitchen Hmm. and to to faithfully work there um is a real blessing Hmm. so i appreciate you being here yeah and, and doing that um well before we end this episode, I want to, um, I just want to mention that I've been made aware uh, just just this last week that we have campers 
that are listening to the podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. That's so great. I just was blown away by that and really encouraged. So I want to say hi to all the campers. um, And uh, thank you for listening. I want to encourage you, uh, you know, having come to his hill to be a camper. And, and, uh, you know, I, I know what that's like because I was a camper at his hill. And I, you know, I know what it's like to be in the cabins and to get to know your counselor and, and to just, you know, just be blown away with, you know, the godly person that he or she is. And, and, uh, and, and I know what it is to have the Lord work in your heart, you know, while you're here, both in chapel and out on the, the uh, different activities. And then with those Bible studies with your, with your counselor, I, you know, I know what that's like and I know what it's like to go home. And to just yeah. kind of be bummed and and frustrated that you you know you're not having that twenty four seven encouragement and example. And I just want to encourage you that the reason any of that was of any profit is, is simply because Christ is alive in in those people that you uh, came in contact with that week at camp, and that same Jesus makes Himself available to you. And that you too, like, just like Evie's been telling us that, you know, that, that he wants to show himself to you and be faithful and to be your, uh, your everything, to be your enablement, to go on and to, and to be involved in the activities that, that you're in, to be involved in school, to trust Jesus, to trust Jesus, let him have his way in your life because it's his life. If you believe in Jesus, and if you've put your faith in him, then it's no longer you that lives. You know, praise God, because you've already seen that you can't do this. You're just frustrated with you. But it's now Christ who lives in you. And so you can trust him for that life. It, and if you would like to get in touch with me, uh, you can do so uh, at, with email. My email is kelly, K-E-L-L-Y, at hishill.org. I'd love to hear from you. I hear from people from time to time. And, uh, and I was just this weekend um, really kind of just saturated with uh, people giving me encouragement for the podcast. And I appreciate that. For those of you that listen, uh, I've been told that some of you, what you'll do is you won't listen to the podcast until you go on a road trip and then you download just bunches of them. And, and, uh, and that's, that's so funny because there's, there's some days I can look at the, the, the stats on the on the on the web and see that oh my goodness today we had a phenomenal number of downloads compared to the number of people that are listening and uh so you know i kind of was suspicious of that now i'm seeing okay that's what's going on people are really stocking up for the road trip so if you're on a road trip this summer and you're listening to the podcast i want to thank you for doing that and want to encourage you too that as you're listening to these episodes that you know that you be reminded of that to, to see the consistency in each episode of how people who are not sitting here with scripts uh they come in like like evie did scared and and i tell them relax we're just going to talk and every conversation as you listen through these these interviews you find that every conversation is bringing us back to jesus and him alone will we find rest and so i encourage you with that as well Well, Evie, thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. It's been a fun time visiting with you. Thank you for joining us today for another episode of the His Hill Podcast. Today's episode was led by our host, Kelly Doherty, and joining him was our kitchen intern, Evie Jones. We have just passed the middle mark of camp, and it is hard to believe that the summer season will be coming to a close so soon. 
We have our last elementary group here this week and are preparing to welcome our first batch of junior high campers on Sunday. Please keep our summer staff in your prayers that we all continue to press on to know and show the Lord as the summer goes on. Once again, you've been listening to the His Hill Podcast featuring our host, Kelly Doherty. Thank you so much for tuning in with us this week. Remember to keep your eyes fixed on Christ and don't forget that we serve a beautiful God and He is worthy of our trust. I'm Lizzie and we'll see you next week.